It's the 5th of November, 2021. This is the Room Now podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Jack Cush, executive editor of RoomNow.com. It's opening day. The opening ceremonies for ACR 2021, ACR Convergence. Soon to hear the presidential address of Dr. David Karp. Um, the 20, last year he's been the president. We have a new president coming in, Dr. Ken Sag. There's going to be a keynote address. There's going to be a... Um, a year in review session. It should be lively. Um, this podcast will give you a few bits of information and tell you some things about the meeting and our coverage of it. Let's give you a few things from this past week in the on Room Now. Um, a study of rituximab safety um, is out there. Um, this was 144 patients who received rituximab for mainly autoimmune renal disease, and that would include things like ANCA-associated vasculitis and whatnot. Um, 17% had severe infections, uh, and they occurred within the first three months. That's kind of interesting. The risk factors for uh, these infections, mostly pulmonary, some GU, uh, was obesity. It seems to keep showing up, high creatinine levels. And they did have some degree of hypogammaglobulinemia. It seems that when you keep giving uh, rituximab, you do get down there as far as the Ig levels. But in this study, it did not translate to a higher rate of SIEs. And that's somewhat comforting, as you would uh, well imagine. Um, we did talk this week on our podcast called QD Clinic about scary steroids. You might want to look at that handout. It's a download from the AC, uh, or the Room Now website um, under daily download. You can actually see um, a really good handout that you can show your patients about scary side effects with steroids and maybe why they'll be motivated to get off of it. But this study came from the CATCH cohort, the Canadian study of early RA patients, uh, almost 2,000 patients who with early RA who were started on therapy, 30% of them were put on steroids. This is sort of an observational cohort. Um, but interestingly, over time, uh, over two years, you would think that those patients, as they get successfully treated, put on, you know, biologics or aggressive therapies, that they would go off their steroids. No, 30% did not. So this is a big problem in management of RA and other diseases where we use steroids, often as bridge therapy, but we just can't seem to get off. Um, I had a nice report, I think, about uh, clinically quiescent but serologically active lupus, um, pretty large study, um, almost 700 uh, SLE patients, but uh, 25% met this criteria of being serologically active, clinically quiescent. They compared that to another quarter of patients who were serologically inactive and clinically quiescent and basically showed that the serologically active, clinically quiescent patients did have about a, a third of a chance of, of flaring, um, and that was uh, their reason for saying maybe these patients should be treated. The patients who were unlikely to flare were those that were already on immunosuppressives um, and those that were already on steroids. Uh, so again, the point is that this class, this subgroup of patients are at risk. Now, are you going to prophylactically treat them? Or are you going to watch them? You might want to watch the QD clinic about that. I'll give you my views, but I think you should just watch them and treat them when is necessary. Don't treat just the lab is my my bottom line. There were um, it was an interesting abstract that came from um, a, a group of investigators that looked at RA patients who are going to go on checkpoint inhibitors. You know, it's all the rage, immune-related adverse events. Does it happen more in RA patients and patients with autoimmune disease? And in fact, I think it does. But this particular study looked at 22% who um, had 
RA, a 20, I'm sorry, two, 22 patients who had RA, went on a checkpoint inhibitor, and how many of them developed a, um, an IRAE? Seven of them, or 32%. Um, and so that led to six out of that seven discontinuing the therapy. Uh, and over time, there were more flares that occurred in up to half the patients. Um, have, most of them needed steroids. A few of them um, uh, needed even more than steroids, but most patients did well with just steroids. Point being, your autoimmune patients who may get a checkpoint inhibitor for melanoma or whatever, you know, they may be at higher risk for IRAEs. This is important because ASCO, the American Society of Clinical Oncology, that's the one of the two big meetings in cancer and oncology. They put out new guidelines, updated guidelines on the management of immune-related adverse events. Really informative. There are two things in there that I'll highlight here. One, steroids. They say steroids are often used in management of IRAEs and often higher doses are needed, sometimes for prolonged periods of time. And they warn their audience uh, what's something you well know about, which is the hazards of steroids. Steroid-related side effects, use the lowest possible dose, worry about opportunistic infections. Now they got another reason besides their cancer, steroid use to get an opportunistic infection. That should be um, something that's on everybody's mind. But again, steroids are a mainstay of therapy in managing IRAs. Also, they talk about patients with autoimmune disease and what to do with them. And you should know that our patients, rheumatoids, lupus, they would have been excluded from all those checkpoint inhibitor clinical trials. So the experience um, with autoimmune patients has only been garnered after the drugs have been approved. And there's recent data suggest that our patients can go on to receive checkpoint inhibitors. And yes, they are probably slightly higher risk for IRAEs, but they sort of recommend that when you're managing these people, you know what? A multidisciplinary approach is, is necessary, which means probably get the rheumatologist involved. We'll know how to manage them. Uh, and there's strategies for maybe who should and shouldn't get um, the checkpoint inhibitors if they develop an IRA. You can look at the citation and more. Uh, again, the ACR starts today, Friday. The first full day is tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, that's going to be day one. Uh, I think you. I want you to know a few things. First off, we're going to do something uh, which we've never done before. Which it's a. It's kind of a cool thing. It's a daily recap. This is how you should be learning at ACR. Um, and you know, you can look at the playbook. We have that on the website. It's a download that you can read about how to learn um, when attending a big meeting like ACR, especially when virtual. But at the end of the day, every day at 7 p.m., we're going to do a live streaming broadcast of the Room Now faculty. I'm going to bring different people together on different days at 7 p.m. every day, beginning Friday night tonight, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, and then uh, and then also on Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time for a 20, 30-minute recap of the best things we saw for the day. You know, bring your bottle of wine. It's going to be happy hour. I think you're going to enjoy that. Um, you can also learn about how to... Uh, learn at the meeting, I guess, by looking at that ACR playbook. Um, Rheumatology Roundup is going to be, again, next Tuesday night. That's going to be the last of the recaps, if you will, with Artie Kavanaugh and I doing a one-hour session like we've always done in years past. Um, There are several things that we're highlighting this year, and that is perspective videos. When you go to our website, right at the top, you're going to see KOLs, the big shots in PSA, SPA, RA, um, lupus, etc., who are going to give you their perspectives on what they're seeing at the meeting, what's important to you, what's the impact to you. I think you're going to like those. And um, that's going to be a new thing. We're going to feature some pictures that you're going to upload 
our faculty's going to upload of your experience of learning virtually, not being in San Francisco, but instead being at home. Um, take some pictures, upload them to Twitter, put a hashtag on them, hashtag RoomPix, R-H-E-U-M-P-I-X. And we'll feature that on our website to sort of be a visual break, if you will, while you're taking in the meeting. Um, we've got a lot of interesting um, uh, things that we're covering. You, again, if you're a person who's really interested in RA, lupus, PSA, SPA, auto-inflammatory diseases like me, TNF inhibitors, um, you can go to those topic pages and learn what's being uh, produced at ACR. And you can also sign up in your registration file, um, say that I want a weekly topic email, and you'll get a big download starting next week from the ACR and all the content in your particular topic area, like if your area is, you know, for instance, you know, auto-inflammatory disease, you'll see all the abstracts that were presented, all the posters that were covered, all the videos that were made on that particular topic. I think you'll like our coverage. Uh, again, you need to get a plan. Um, if you don't have a plan, then tune into our daily recap. I think it'd be a nice way to consume the meeting. Enjoy it. We'll talk more about it throughout the week.